Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer of Chick with Beats. And I'm Breezy Gibson, entrepreneur. <laughs> and we're glad that you're here and tuned in. You got it locked in the right place. Uh, <laughs> of course, we've got music industry news, beats by yours truly. And we got a special guest coming up. So you want to tell them who it is? Oh man, the one and only Ski Boat. My Ski Boat, he don't play, man. He don't. <laughs> He's in the mix. He's got so many different great things going on. But on the music side, I'm telling you, you know, so Ski Boat's on the way. So get ready. Hey, strap your helmet, fix your seatbelt and everything. Strap in because Ski Boat's on the way. Yes. So you want to make sure that you keep it locked right here. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. All right, all right.
and we're back with music industry news. You want to kick it off for us, Breezy? Well, you know, there's a lot going on always, each and every week in the music industry. And uh, this week is no different. I'll start out with Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z is suing Bacardi to find out how much money their 50-50 do say deal is actually really making. And uh, so, you know, Jay-Z, he's taking his partners on Bacardi to court to get full clarity on how much their cognac line is making. You know, so they both uh, uh, co-owned to say since uh, the year 2011. And Jay-Z just wants to know the location of all the warehouses uh, storing the Doucet barrels, the bottles, accessories, and info, and all of, of the physical inventory and in its process. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot going on. Here we go, another lawsuit. Mm -hmm. And it's just basically to know the information about uh, what what uh, Bacardi's doing and how they're doing it so it can be uh, uh, legitimately chronicled. And so, you know, once it's... <laughs> Once the topic of cash, cash money comes up, you know, there's people always want to know the details. So, hey, here's another case of that. <laughs> yeah, as he said, uh, Jay checked cheddar like a food inspector. And that's exactly <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, audit where the money's going. Make sure you get more. Yeah, yeah. Yep, there you go. <laughs> what uh, you got going this morning? Man, well... Just in case you didn't know, CD Baby and Sound Drop are owned by Downtown. And so that business is laying off some employees due to the current economic conditions. So, you know, this trend just keeps kind of happening. We've been talking about it lately um, because of what's been going on with inflation and all that. So BMI, SoundCloud, Patreon, Snap, uh, Peloton, and Calm have all like chopped staff in efforts to kind of stay afloat during these hard times. So, you know, there's kind of a lesson to be learned in that one. You know, if you use CD Baby, you might experience some delays if they're missing some staff and kind of struggling to get some stuff done. And also, no matter how far along you are in the process, sometimes you just need to kind of evaluate, you know, where you are right now and make adjustments as needed. So yeah, a heads up to you. And like I said, a good lesson to be learned. Wow, wow. Always something, always something happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're always talking about uh, these deals and stuff that can go on. And Muddy Waters Estate has signed a worldwide administration deal with Sony Music Publishing. So now they're going to administer the Larry Chicago, the legendary Chicago Blues Pioneers complete catalog of songs. So they get to manage all of them. <laughs> So that's a, a huge win for Sony Music. Wow. Uh, well, you know, hey, the big guys, they keep rolling. You know, the small guys keep rolling too, though. So, hey, we <laughs> try to our best to equal it out. Yeah. All right. And, you know, we had mentioned BMI just a little bit ago. And after they got rid of the plans to actually um, sell the company, excuse me, the U.S.-based performance right organization, is transitioning to a for-profit business model so this august was when they had tried to sell for about two to three billion but the offers they got were underwhelming so they just said you know what forget it and you know it's been a non-profit organization since its foundation back in 1939 but the president and ceo michael neal says that the decision to switch comes 
quote unquote, after a comprehensive and careful assessment on how to best position our company for the future. So yeah, sounds like they've got some grand plans coming and while they kind of transition, just something to kind of know that, um, yeah, it was once nonprofit, but they're making the switch. Um, um, nothing surprises me these days, you know. Yeah. So, but when but when you see you got to make that switch, guess what? You got to make it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so once again, they took time to assess their environment and what they could do to fix things or get things the way the way they want them to be. So, yeah. same yeah. thing that us little people need to do uh, with our music yeah. careers. Get it together, baby. Get it together, baby. <laughs> Yes. And Slacker has to pay $9.7 million for failure to pay creators. So the court issued a judgment against them saying that they were in breach of contract and underpaid statutory royalties. So now due to this lawsuit and what the um, court ruled, they're permanently barred. So not just Slacker, but their parent company that bought them live one so both Slacker and Live One are permanently barred from using the statutory license going forward. So basically, they abused the privilege of having that by not paying artists what they were due, and now they can't use it in the future. So, I mean, turnabout is fair play, but yeah, just something to kind of be aware of. Yeah, here we go. Somebody not paying the artists. I mean, come on. The art- hey, you can't get any 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 more basic than that. Okay, the artists are out there. They're putting in their grind, working on the music, working on the recording, working on their stage presentation, trying to get some some uh, juice going and everything. Okay, then here's somebody. They're slacking on paying the artists. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's just messed up. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, so you probably don't want to hear this next one, but uh, <laughs> Tracks Records, the iconic Chicago house label is being sued for decades of illegal business practices. So almost two dozen artists who've released their music on tracks, and this includes the label's co-founder, Vince Lawrence, have sued the label, the estate of co-founder Larry Sherman, and its current owners, Screamin' Rachel Kane and Sandy Burns, AKA Sandy Sherman, for, get this, failing to make royalty payments or even releasing their music without paying them anything at all. So not even up front and then collecting royalties later, just nothing. So basically depending on how this turns out, they could be looking at statutory damages in the amount of $150,000 a pop for each Mm. timely registered work that was infringed. So Mm. that's damages, not even how much they're actually owed, but they could face damages for $150,000 for each registered work. For each occurrence. Yeah. (laughs) So it can end up being pretty costly. Like that's costly on its own without the actual money that was pocketed. So last month, tracks artists Larry Hurd and Robert Owens sued tracks and got their masters back. So, you know, things seem to kind of be tipping in the artist's favor and the attorney uh, for the plaintiffs said that the early years of tracks was basically a shell game and so they were forging signatures bouncing checks and doing sketchy or no accounting for the money at all 
and implicated in every single one of these cases was the label's co-founder Larry Sherman, the one who passed uh, in 2020. But yeah, he started the label with one of the guys who's actually a part of the suit uh, back in the mid 80s. So apparently he wasn't even paying his partner according to this. So I mean, we'll see how this turns out. Hopefully the artists can get what they're paid. But just like you said, that's basic. You know, we're the ones out here doing the work. So right, right. Yeah. well one one thing, one thing now, I, I I'm setting the tone. I'm setting the tone right here. Now one thing about our guests coming up, Skibo now. Oh no, he doesn't play. He doesn't play. So there's the there's the active side of the music making, but then there is the business side of the music making. And I already know he's top notch. He's top shelf when it comes to the business side. So, you know, I'm just putting it out there. So when you when you hear his interview, hey, you know that he's a shrewd business person. So uh, but I'm, I'm sorry that that's happening again and again and again with some other folks and, you know, companies. Now, nah, come on, y'all. Y'all got to straighten up for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Stop taking advantage of these musicians like that. And, uh, hey, this is Sue S.A. right there. You mess around and get sued. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with more music industry news right after this. Sounds good.
we're back with round two of music industry news. France's record business grew 8.2% to approximately in U.S. dollars, $358 million in the first half of the year. But it was actually a slowed amount of growth for them. And just in case you weren't aware, France is the world's fifth largest music market. So streaming, of course, was the biggest growth driver in the first half of the year, and it accounted for 76% of the total revenues in the whole entire market. So that was $278 million out of that um, $358.9 million total. So that's a, a huge chunk of that. And we're seeing this happening all around the globe. So there's some statistics for you to know and pay attention to how some of these other markets are thriving and doing um, in comparison to what you want for your career. Now, I'm going to bring this to, to folks' attention one more again, one more again. Now, a chick with beats has stressed. Now, if you're in, into the music making, you know, you're in the hood, you know, no matter what hood you're at, you know, all across America, everybody's got the hood. I'm talking about the music hood. All right, so now, don't limit uh, your distribution however you, you're just getting your music distributed. Don't limit it to, to the to the locale where you are. Okay? Mm-hmm. Dig into... She has said before, dig into some of these other countries, some of these other worldly countries where, guess what? Some folks in some of those other countries that might just absolutely dig your music and purchase your music so uh don't get caught up thinking that you're looking at a you know 100 mile 200 500 mile radius on your music you know or just the state that you're living in you know no go worldwide with it go global with it right right exactly they say uh act local but think big global so yeah there's the world is a whole lot bigger than whatever corner you're currently in yeah Right. I mean, I mean, come on now. There's there's music lovers in Russia. There's there's rappers in Russia. There's hip hop artists in Africa, Australia. You know, the Netherlands. I mean, Brazil. Uh, I mean, Ghana. I mean, so I mean, it's a lot of Spain, Germany, UK. We can keep it going. Right. So, don't limit yourself to just your your the state that you're living in or the, the hood where you're at. No, no, no position yourself where you're position your your creativity where it can be absorbed by folks in other places where it could end up as dollars and cents in your bank account well said <laughs> right and live nation buys a significant stake in broccoli city festival so specifically live nation urban has acquired this stake and uh they appointed the festival's co-founders, Marcus Allen and Brandon McAaron, to executive roles at the company. So now they're going to work alongside President Sean McGee to expand the Broccoli City brand and create new content, as well as culture, culture-centric live experiences and festivals. So they were doing something. The big majors took notice and wanted a part of it. And so it's going to be interesting to see uh, the growth that comes uh, via the festival in this particular collaboration. Yeah, yeah. And and since they're collabing, you know, for the small man on the street, the small chick on the street, all right, as time flies, 
you want to add your next year's calendar into today's calendar. Okay. You know, if you're existing just for today, just for this week, just for the next couple of weeks, you know, already should be looking at January, March, April of next year, June, July, where are you going to be at that time? What you got going on with your creativity? Where's your music going to be? Uh, where it can be accessed by somebody else at that time. So do the hard work now. So it's going to pay you off later. You said it right there. Insert the imaginary air horns. So yeah, that was a great point to drive home. There you go. <laughs> All right, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is working with labels to expand its music app called uh, Rezo out of the current three marketplaces that it's in, which is Brazil, India, and Indonesia, and into more than a dozen new territories. Now, the United States isn't included in this initial expansion. If you ask me, it's probably because they've got some other plans since we told you last week about them uh, having a whole bunch of TikTok music accounts popping up. So it might be coming here, but just under a different uh, moniker. But we'll see. That That's just speculation. But some potential hiccups to this plan include resistance from certain music right, rights holders. So it's not named exactly who. But some people question the current monetary reward music that they're what their music receives from TikTok itself, which is separate from Rezo. But uh, yeah, so we'll see if they get any pushback. But that's a really big move for them to be making. And I'm excited to see what's going to come forth and if they'll actually bring Rezo to the U.S. or if we're going to get it as a totally different thing. So yeah, just a heads up, TikTok's been making a lot of music noise lately. And so, because I feel like we're talking about them more and more frequently these days. So, yeah, we'll keep you posted as we get more information. That's right. So, you know, as y'all know, if a chick with bees is talking about it, then that means it's really worth something. <laughs> All right. And Apple Music has finally arrived on the Xbox console. So you can get it by searching the app on the console or by downloading it remotely from the Microsoft Store. So just like the other music apps on Xbox, you can listen to Apple Music in the background while you're gaming. Um, you can actually use the Apple Music app where you can watch full-length music videos, follow time sync lyrics and everything while you listen, and create playlists. And you'll also be able to access a curated gaming-focused playlist as well, depending on you know what's out there. So, with that being said, the importance is to recognize that more people who have access music now have another way, Apple Music have another way to access it. So, um, make sure that your music is there. They've strategically been placing themselves in other locations that maybe that their uh, competitors have been in, but they're trying to easily become one of the most convenient music streaming apps for people to access. So whether you use it or not, realize that that number of people that are using it will probably be growing with all these different features and where they're being located. I think they just recently added spatial audio to BMWs. So, you know, just a heads up, make sure that your music is there because when they're making moves like this, you can see that their game is for growth and so if they're making these moves to try to gain more people, um, it has to pay off in some way, shape, or form. So, hey, it might become more and more people's app of choice uh, in the near future. 
Yeah, well, you know, you said that G, that G letter. Hey, that G for gain, G for G money, G for goodness, <laughs> G for just hey, whatever you can grab. You know, so uh, jump on that and uh, take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last news story of the week: Jamaica has banned music and TV broadcasts that are considered to glorify drugs or crime, uh, basically to try to cut back on material that could give the wrong impression that criminality is an accepted feature of Jamaican culture and society. So they're making an effort to try to curb some of this. Some artists are saying, well, hey, this is stifling our rights because art imitates life. So they feel like they're kind of being silenced. You know, what do you do? I can can kind of understand where the broadcast uh, company was coming from, but you know, it's always kind of sad when artists have to get slapped with some form of censorship. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they <laughs> they don't stop the slapping, do they? <laughs> no, no, they don't. Dang, man, you know, um, it's a new day every day. So stuff happens. Just roll with the punches and don't let it make you uh, slow down. Just keep flowing, keep flowing. Yeah. Find a way around it and keep going exactly (laughs) all right we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with our special guest right after this skibo
This is Breezy Gibson from the Breeze team. How would you like to see an online platform that brings you people who've already indicated that they're interested in your particular type of business? Whether it's your music you're selling, hip-hop clothing, you got a restaurant or a cafe, or if you're an entrepreneur or agent for a business, visit me at breeze2cheese.com. That's using the number two, breeze2cheese.com, or click my bio link on my Instagram profile to see a live demo of how this can help you get more customers and make more money. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's achickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K, W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. Hey, this is Breezy Gibson right here, coming out of the ATL. And, uh, you know, today is a very special day. A chick with beats has got the Michigan side pulling it down. Today is a very special day because our guest is one of these guys that's worldwide. He's doing a lot of different things in a lot of different ways. And so we're just tickled to death to bring this gentleman to the stage with us today as hailing out of Las Vegas. Nevada in the USA, and so it's the one and only Ski Bo. Ski, are you with us? I'm here, live and direct. What's up with it? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ski Bo, Ski Bo in the house. And so now, you know, we know about you, but so let's educate our listeners a little bit. Now share with them, you know, just who Ski Bo really is and where Ski Bo came from. And the last thing is what does Ski Bo actually represent on Earth today? All right, so... You know, I come from, I'm, I was born in New York. I was raised in California and I moved to, to Las Vegas about, about what, seven, about seven years ago. Um, I've been rapping and, and doing music for, since I was, I say 14. I used to chase as a, as a you know, chasing a career, um, really taking it real serious, you know, all my life. But then as I got older, I was like, well, I don't want to be the old guy chasing a rap career. You know, I don't want to be in my 40s, 50s still talking about, hey, I'm about to get a deal. So I just did it more for the love of the music at that point. And I did it for the, for the art. But the good thing about doing that was it made me be able to, you know, make music like I want to make it. I don't have to worry about, oh, is this going to be a hit or is this going to resonate with people? Now, nah, as long as it resonates with me, then that's all. That's fine. If it resonates with others and, and, and as well, awesome. So I started doing that. And then, you know, by me, not focusing on chasing a rap career no more. It made me get more into making money, like figuring out ways to make money. And I fell into the make money online uh, uh, niche and space. And then that's why I've been ever since. So, you know, I'm Kawan Money Mayo, but my rap name and my music name is Skibo. Okay, oh, what's up? A <laughs> with beast, let's let you start out. What's going on with you? Yeah, well, since you uh, started at 14, like, who were some of your influences at that time? Oh man, so at that time, okay, so this, this is great. So since I'm originally from New York, but I was raised in the West Coast, I got the best of both worlds. So that's where mm-hmm. I got my love for jewelry from and being stylish and stuff was from New York because on the West Coast, they didn't really do that like that. But then my street edge and, you know, you know that whole West Coast mentality, low riding and 
you know what I mean? And stuff like that came from that side. So I got the best of both worlds. So when it comes to hip hop, I actually like real hip hop, you know, that started, you know, in the Bronx and break dancing and b-boying and graffiti. I went through all elements of hip hop. I used to do graffiti. I used to be writing on walls, you know what I mean? I was break dancing, <laughs> you know what I mean? So every, all aspects of hip hop, I was there, even down to beatboxing. So I, I appreciate that side of it, but then at the same time, I, I, I grew up and influenced on the West side of, uh, of uh, music because, you know, around 14, 15, 16, that's when you're most influenced by music and things like that mm-hmm. and what's going on. And it made me gravitate towards the um, to street music, you know, made, made me uh, gravitate, gravitate towards West Coast hip hop. So I have a love for, I just like music. I mean, I can listen to anything, even rock and roll and, and country. It belongs. It's, it's got a good beat. It's got a good message. And 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 and, and, and the delivery is on point. Then, hey, I love it. All right. Hey, so eclectic <laughs> mix there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so, so man, look, you know, your, your personality is just so colorful, man, in many, many different ways. And, and so, you know, there's a lot of aspiring artists that are young that are just starting out okay so you know can you give them a tip on that that colorful personality and as far as you know what they can do for themselves uh instead of coming across plain jane or you know can you got a couple of tips or two that you can use to help influence somebody young that's just putting their foot in the music game Absolutely. So what I would focus more on is branding yourself more so than branding the music because the music will take care of itself. If if, if, if you being successful was based off of just putting out good music, then we would have millions of more artists to listen to right now. There's mm-hmm. tons of people that can rap. There's tons of people that can sing. There's tons of people that's creative. There's tons of people that can make beats. But what make you different than everybody else? You know, when you hear uh, Cali, he ain't the only DJ out there, but you know, you know, another one, you know, we the best. So you got to put yourself out there in a way that's going to say, okay, how do I stand out in this big old crowd? So if someone put you in a, a crowd of a hundred other rappers, where I'd be able to just point you out, where I'd be able to turn around. And then when I come back, boom, I see you. And that's more important, I feel, than actually the music and, you know, the video and all that. That stuff, that's actually the easiest part of this whole situation. Focus on branding and the business side of things, and you have a better shot at being successful. And one of the ways I would do that is I would at, right away, like you see, Brandon, see, it's my name right here. You know, it's my company, it's my business, it's my shirts. I wear all my own stuff. Yeah, I still love designer stuff, but I'm going to have more custom stuff than I'm going to have, you know, of someone else. Because why should I put all that? Why should I bring all the business to Louis or Gucci or any other t- big brand when I can bring that business to myself? When I hear people say, hey, man, where you get that shirt from? I'm like, oh, it's mine. What? That's you? Yeah, that's my company. That's my brand. Wow, what can I get one of those? I've had that happen to me. Also, if you want people to treat you like a star, then you gotta look like a star. You can't be out here just looking like you can barely get by, but then you're trying to paint this picture to the world like you're a superstar. So even before you become a superstar, walk and talk like a superstar because confidence is what sells everything. So if people, if you believe it, other people believe it. Remember, 
they don't know anything until you show it to them or they Google you. So perception is reality. So at that time, the perception that you give off is going to be their reality until you prove otherwise. So I would start off with coming up with your own logo, coming up with your own branding, you know, start making your own shirts. There's easy ways to start off doing it right out the gate. You can use a print on demand um, um, uh, 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 places like T-Fly and uh, um, Cafe Press. That's one. You can go check them out. CafePress.com. Some I ain't getting no endorsement for saying that. But when you go there, you'll be able to at least start off without, and I'm, and I'm giving you guys the, the, the low budget way of doing it. So this is the way you can start off with your branding. You can have branding from shirts to socks, okay? I mean, they got everything, mugs, uh, 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 um, computer pads, everything that you would pretty much need, phone cases. So that would be a good place to start. And I would just start off with my own stuff, come up with your own merch come out with your own branding come out with your own logo come out with your own feel that when people see it and they see you you know what i mean like when wu-tang came out people couldn't get enough of that w it's all about the brand and that's where i would start mm. whoa <laughs> hey that's some heavy stuff right there Damn. now now speak, speak speaking of that now speaking of that okay you know you've got the music thing going on with now you know you got a little bit of, of that spark with that with that branding going on so you know so if there's somebody out there that wants to let you know get with you about elaborating a little more is there some place that they can go to find out i mean i'm kwan everywhere so if you want if you're looking me up and you forgot after the interview like man what did you say to go again or what was the website the easy way to find me is just typing kwan in in any platform whether it's facebook instagram Twitter. That's the good thing about having a unique, a unique name. I can use my name for everything. So Facebook.com forward slash Kwan, Twitter.com forward slash Kwan, YouTube.com, like everywhere I'm at is just Kwan. Gmail, Kwan at gmail.com. So I'm not hard to find. And that's the other thing you want to do. You want to make it so that when people start looking you up, because they're going to look you up. I mean, we live in the world of Google. So, you know, you can say whatever you want. You can put yourself out there, but then they're going to Google and, and, and fact check that. So the best thing you can do for yourself is to be everywhere. Be everywhere. You want to, you want somebody to Google your name, and next thing you know, you have a whole page of just yourself. That whole page is your Instagram, your TikTok, your Facebook, your 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 your, your um your streaming platforms. You know what I mean? Your your Amazon, your Amazon Music, your Apple Music. All this stuff should be popping up on the front page. If it don't, if you Google your name right now, whether it's your real name, your rap name, or both, and nothing pops up, or you have maybe like one thing that pops up, like just your Facebook. You, you gotta get to work and you gotta focus just as much energy on that as you focus on creating the music like i said creating music gonna be the easiest part you gotta come up with 16 bars you know um but everything i just said is gonna take time you're gonna have to develop it the nice thing about it though is once you develop it and once you do it it's done and it's out there and now it's real estate you have out there like if you built the house it's gonna take time to build the house but once you build it it's built and now it's just about promoting that address and getting people aware that you have to have a house on this certain block. So that's the same thing you want to do with your music. And one of the easiest and fastest ways to do that um, would be YouTube. You know, start a YouTube channel, put all your content on YouTube, put all your videos on YouTube, put all your songs on YouTube. Because the nice thing about that is if it happens to take off, you can end up making more from YouTube than you even make from the actual music itself. And that's why you see a lot of your artists giving you free music, you know, on YouTube. Like, man, why would you just get us this for free? Why would you just give us this video and why would you give us this song? Well, because they might have put a video out that got a, a, a few million views. They put out the song that got a few million views and downloads. And guess what they made? Well, when it comes to YouTube, you get paid per thousand views. So for music, I think it's anywhere between five to ten dollars per thousand. So you do the math right now. If you got a million views, 
what's a million, what's five dollars times a million? And the nice thing is with that is that's one video. So if you did it on another video, that's another thousand, few thousand, that's another. And you can see how that can end up being very, very, very lucrative for you, way more lucrative than the actual music itself. So now you can actually give away your content for free, but then still on the back end make a lot of money from YouTube when you actually upload it. Wow. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> know, some more gold nuggets, some more gold nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> This is stuff people uh, register like for the master classes and stuff for. So, you know, excellent tips. And I love what you brought up about, um, you know, being able to Google an artist because I mean, think about how many shows that you may have gone to when you hear artists Google me. But then you try just like you said, and it's like, well, man, there's nothing here. So, yeah, I think a lot of artists kind of mistake how important SEO actually is. Uh, to make sure that they can get found when they shout out google me <laughs> you do need to have something there that's a great point especially in this day and age in this day and age you know we live in the world of social media we live in the world of uh, of, uh, of, of of internet you know everything can be found on the internet and we live in some good times because there's no excuse no more being broke ain't no excuse like we can make money in many different ways right online you know um if you're a starving artist right online people can find you now with yourself you don't need a big distribution deal no more. Distribution, you could be around the whole world just by uploading to YouTube and streaming platforms, Spotify, any of that stuff, and now boom, you're in other countries. Places that normally, back in the days, 20 years ago, we wouldn't even be able to reach. And now you're able to reach. So it's really no excuse, you know, um, to not be successful. It's just gonna take being consistent. It's gonna take you believing in yourself enough to keep going, even when you might wanna quit, or even when it's not lucrative, or even when it's not paying all your bills. But if you believe in yourself, and you really believe that you got it, and you got what it takes to be successful, then your job at that point is just to stay consistent, keep grinding, mm -hmm. because that's how you become successful. I don't know nobody, you've never heard a saying say, hard work doesn't pay off. Hard work mm -hmm. makes you broke. It's the opposite, you know, hard work pays off, you know, stay consistent, you know, keep grinding, never give up. You know, you, you never seen the, the meme, the picture where you see somebody uh, picking at, you know, grinding, trying to get to oh, the, yeah. the goal. And they keep yeah. going and then one person at the bottom, he's going too, but he gave up. Like, man, you know, I've been at this all day, he's giving up. And right when he was about to give up, the gold and the diamonds was right there. Like, he was yeah. talking the treasure, but he'd been digging so long that he's finally over it. He gives up, but the guy at the top, he's ambitious. He's keeping going. And guess what? about to strike he's about to strike gold and that's exactly how your career is that's exactly how and that's in any field that's what this music marketing that job you want that career you want that person you want to become all that if you want to become successful in life you know life period then it's all about being consistent keeping your eye on the prize don't get distracted stay laser focused put them things on that horse's guy so they ain't looking over here looking over there but they keep their eyes on the prize which is hey straight ahead that's where you got to be at in life. And if you do that, then I don't think it's nothing that you can't be successful in, whether it's music or going to the moon. Mm. We'll see. We'll see, Skibo. You know, I actually was about to ask you, you know, what it was like when you first went in and recorded your first music. But see, you're so ambidextrous with the business end and so forth. You know, I don't even know whether I should even go that direction because you're <laughs> helping. You're, you're helping so many people with your delivery with with the uh, the business side. I mean, and, that's really incredible, man. That's a chick with beast, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, one hundred percent. So, I already know it's probably <laughs> listeners sitting down right now, like <laughs> writing, jotting everything down that you said. Well, these are tips, like I said, that people actually pay for. 
So I hope that everybody's getting exactly how valuable all this information is. Okay, and so and so now on the, on the net, people also they can find you at the the, the name C A U J U A N, correct? Correct, Kawan. Hey, my last name is Mayo, and if you know me for getting money online, Kawan Money Mayo. And yeah, I mean, I really go by that more now. My rap name that that you will find more out out there, like as far as things I've actually put out stuff, is under Skibo. But now I go into Kawan. You know, everything is Kawan Mayo. That's my brand. Um, you know, because nothing's stronger than your name. You know, so a lot of times we come out with nicknames and stuff, but think about some of the most powerful people out there. You know, even Trump. He 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 man, he learned that long, like like early on. And hate him or love him. I don't we ain't it ain't about that. It's about the branding side of things. Like this man is so serious about his name. He came out with his own steaks back in the days, and they were selling steaks in um the uh finger hut. Y'all remember finger hut? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's selling steaks. And do you know he called these things Trump steaks? Oh, wow, Trump stakes like everything that he comes out with. Trump, 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 Trump high rises, Trump, yeah. whatever it is, gonna be Trump. But that's because nothing's more powerful than your name, Rockefellers. Powerful, you know what I mean? Like you know already. Like it's your name. So when people like don't put the the emphasis on their own name and they want to come with a nickname, and ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, I got I got a nickname, but I don't think it's more powerful than my birth name. You know, I do a lot more in life with my birth name. You know, um, so I just I just put I just took up that moniker now. So, you know, what? I'm just gonna go by my real name and everything I do. And in that way, when people Google me, that's also more real estate. If I got a real name and a nickname, well, guess what? You're going to Google my, my my regular name and you're going to get certain information about me. And then you're going to Google my 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 rap name and get a whole different uh, set of, uh, of things about me. Well, if I just go into one name, guess what? Everything falls up under that. And you just get to see just how powerful the person behind that name is because I'm not about just doing one thing either. You know, I'm, I'm multi, I'm, I'm, I'm multi, multifaceted in the things I do, and I want people to know that. So that's why I just go by my real name now. Okay, so now, now I just happen to know that you've got a, a brand new project that's going to be coming out, and so with you know tied up with your own university where people can learn these tips and so on and so forth, and they, they can become part of it. Uh, you know, for uh, uh, and get into the school and get into the know. So why don't you give them some information about that? Because there's a lot of folks that can use your services. You know, go right ahead. All right. So, um, like I said, I, I'm in I'm in the network marketing space. I make all of my money, you know, online, um, six seven figure earner, and multiple times, you know, multiple companies. And I did it a hundred percent working online from home. And what I wanted to do was, I wanted to teach other people how to do it. Now, I was real, I was realistic knowing that everyone's not gonna put in the same work as I am. Everyone's not gonna get a background mural painted on a wall or a pinball machine in their office. And you know, some of the things that would make you stand out from the masses. So knowing that, I was like, okay, you know what? I gotta make it like, so I gotta simplify this process for people, but I know how powerful it is because I've been in this space and I know what kind of money I made. So I wanted other people to make, especially people of color, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people that look like me wasn't in this space and they weren't making the kind of money that I'm making. And I was like, whoa, six, seven figures and I don't have to, you know, play no ball. Or I ain't gotta, you know, break my bones up and, 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 and put myself at risk on the field. Or I ain't gotta try and chase a rap career with, with, with a million other people, you know? Like the odds was more in my favor of making it, doing what I'm doing right now. And it shows, you know, I didn't make it 
as a rapper, but I definitely made it as a marketer. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna come out with a suite of tools that's gonna help people become bosses online. Because me personally, I feel everything is about being online right now. When I made my first six figures, I started looking for traditional businesses to own, you know, gas stations, laundry mats, um, you name it. I thought of it and I looked into it, restaurants, and none of that stuff had the profit margins that mine's had, nor had the liability that comes with having those type of businesses. If I get a restaurant, I gotta hope someone don't slip and fall. I gotta hope, you know, someone don't burn their tongue and try and sue me like they did with the coffee at McDonald's. And that's why you get lukewarm burgers from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, you know, if I'm gonna do this, you know, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, that I'm getting the most out of it and 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 nothing beat online marketing. So I said, you know what, I'm going to come out with a suite of tools that's going to help people become marketers. That's going to help people to make money online. So the tools are like, you know, and things I feel is important, like creating your LLC, um, having a way to track all your all your expenses throughout the year. So you can write that stuff off and make you stop crying about the things that you're buying. I don't probably buy anything I buy because it's all a write off from this to the $10,000 system. Even the pinball machine in the back, if you notice, I put it in my office. See, if it was downstairs or someplace else, then it's not a business aspect. But I can say no. When I bring people to my home office, guess what? I entertain them with that pinball machine. So, no, that's a write-off. You know, $10,000, uh, $12,000 machine. Boom, it's a write-off. So, you know, these are the type of things that, you know, that I'm trying to educate the people with because that's the thing they complain about. Oh, man, it's going to cost me money to join that opportunity or, or to start my business. Yeah, it is. But guess what? At the end of the year, you're going to have to write that off. And with, and you're gonna have to pay regardless. You can either pay Uncle Sam or you can pretty much pay yourself and have some of this stuff damn near be free for you. So these are the things I feel is just an education thing because we wasn't taught this in school. We wasn't taught financial literacy. We wasn't taught the, the importance of keeping your credit score high or debt to buy ratio. You know, don't spend more than 30% of your credit card. We over there maxing them out and thinking we okay because we're paying the monthly minimum every month. Like I pay my bills, yeah, but you're over 30%. So it dropped your score about 40, 50 points. Things like that. and. These are things that I want, like I said, bring back, get people, you know, an understanding of how business work and let them know that it ain't super complicated. It's going to take hard work, but it, it's not something that's not achievable. It's not, not something not attainable. And yeah, so that's what the suite is going to do. It's going to be a suite of tools for marketing, for you being a boss online, for you being the best you, for branding, you know, just everything. Everything pretty much that I've learned throughout the throughout my, 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 my time in marketing, I'm pretty much trying to give back to the people. Mm. Okay, so how did they reach? How did they reach that? And how did they reach that through you? So we haven't launched officially yet. We're launching in a week. Uh, by the time you see this, we'll probably be uh, we, we, we should have launched by then the, the site will be up. It'll be elitemarketingsuite.com. Okay, and then you'll be able to go there and see what we're all about. You'll also be able to reach me, like I said, on any social platform. So if you need to reach me personally, then hey, just go to facebook.com forward slash Kawan or anything like that. You can also go to Kawan.com. But yeah, that's the best way to find out anything about me is just go to my page and you can best believe I'm marketing it, I'm promoting it, I'm talking about it. And it's going to be near impossible for you not to know about it if you just follow me. <laughs> he said it's going to be near impossible not, not to find out about it. that. You're the first person that said that that I've heard. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's going to be, folks, it's going to be nearly impossible not to find him. Okay. Well, look, <laughs> this time has gone by, you know, and, and for the golden nuggets that you have uh, spread today, shared today, given today of your time, you know, you're a busy man. And, and so, you know, we thank you for coming in and, uh, um, you know, sharing some of these tips and sharing yourself with our listeners, you know, global, globally. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
look, you know, maybe in uh, two, three, three, four months time, you know what? Come on back, man, and then educate the folks again, you know, about what you got going on with the uh, the suite of tools and so forth. And maybe you've uh, added some stuff on by then, or it's you know, share the flow and so on and so forth. You know, are you up for something like that down the road? Oh, brother, anytime. You know, I appreciate you guys for having me. Um, I love educating. As you can see, I'm never lost for words, so that's not a problem. I'm surprised 20 minutes even went by that fast. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I keep going. Yeah, I keep going. It's not a problem. So, like, that's, I, I, I love it. And I'm humble as hell, you know, so I'm not, I'm never too big. You know, I don't care how much I make. I don't care. If, I, I mean, my goal is to hit eight figures with uh, seven to eight figures with my new company. And even when I hit it, I'm still going to be just as accessible. I'm still going to be able to be reached. My number is already out there. Matter of fact, you guys can call me to 619-306-9453. That's how transparent I am. And that's my real number that I even get to my family, friends, and loved ones. So, like I said, I'm not hard to find. That's what's wow. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, it's chick, you know, hey, you know, I'm at a loss. You know I mean? I, 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 But I know you, so I knew this was coming. Okay, but I didn't want to <laughs> let anybody else know. Let you let them know. But uh, thank you for taking that time, man, to share with yeah. us. And um, we wish you nothing but success in all that you do. Uh, you're just a genuine guy, very exciting at the same time. And, you know, you just cracked the door open just a little bit with today. And so maybe down the road you can come back. A chick with peace, what do you think about him coming back sometime? Oh, I, you know? I would love that sooner rather than later. But, yeah, <laughs> definitely got to have you back. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, look. Yeah, the the one and only Skibo on one side, but on the other side, the one and only Kawan Mayo, Kawan Money Mayo, and uh, you can look him up C A U J U A N anywhere on the internet, mm -hmm. and you're gonna find him. You know, so uh, look, we we wish you the best in all you do. So thanks for sharing the time with us, man, and keep on flowing. Anytime, boss. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. Keep on grinding. Never give up, and keep your eye on the prize. One. All right, and that does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chicken Beats and Breezy Gibson. We thank you for tuning in. Super huge shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Denver, Colorado. And, you know, we really appreciate you tuning in and telling your peeps about us. Um, we really enjoy the growth and being able to share what we do with you every week. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really crucial to uh, helping a whole lot of people out there. So, yeah, huge thanks to uh, Grander Radio, Sparks Radio. Oh, my gosh. Y'all kicking it. <laughs> yes. All right. So, you know where to find us. Till next time, tune in, tell a friend. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace. <laughs>